Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Cinephiles Extended Cut, the show where we break down the biggest stories of the week as covered in the original uh, Cinephiles and some other stories that didn't quite make the cut. So if you like this, please subscribe to Mojo Talks for more awesome content. Awesome content. I'm your host, Matt, and we have our panel here. We got Justin, Phoebe, and Liam. Guys, what is up? How's it going? Good. 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 Justin's got a laptop today. I got a laptop. We're, doing new, new. We're doing new things. Backed mm. by popular demand. The laptop? The laptop. <laughs> Whose demand? I don't know. Every it's week a new we're like, I wish we had a laptop. So yeah. I was like, oh, our popular demand. We, yes. It's a new character. Yeah. I think yeah. we think you're going to like him a lot. We'll come up with a name by next yeah. episode for this laptop. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Nameless protagonist. Surface. It's got a surface. No, we can't say that. We can't say, I should actually Whoops. do this instead. There yeah. you go. There you go. Not sponsored. Yeah. You can beat that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll fix it in post. There oh, this go. is live? Yeah. Oh, we're, we're done for. <laughs> All right, so um, let's let's talk about what we've been watching on the big screen or at home. Um, I know a couple of you guys went to the movie theater. Uh, a was couple it yesterday? of us, yeah. A couple Just, of, yeah. yeah we, thanks couple for the of, invite, right, oh, Phoebe? Sorry. You're welcome. I Oh, I don't think Phoebe would have came. I didn't want to go. Well, I think I was invited. I, I think it might have got lost in the in the yeah. Gmail shuffle, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We went to go see Hereditary, Liam and I, Ooh. otherwise known as Harry Terry, as we've yeah. been calling it. Harry Terry. Harry. And it's uh, it is terrifying. Spooky movie. I think you didn't think it was as scary as I did. Uh, it's just because of the hype. I think a lot of people were like, I couldn't even like go into a dark room after this movie. I it definitely fine. affected my post movie watching experience. Only so much wow. in, I was thinking about it quite a lot. It's like very disturbing. It's got a lot of cool twists and turns along the way. Yeah. The marketing is a bit deceptive. But also great because it doesn't yes. spoil anything. Yeah. Um, Liam, did you have trouble falling asleep after you saw it? Is I was definitely you... checking my corners. Really? The corners oh of my, my room God. a lot. It's been a while uh, since that's people... ha- like as we get older, we don't necessarily have that, that feeling anymore. That happens to me like anymore, every, but... every night. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm <laughs> don't always afraid. You don't even have to watch <laughs> a movie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, this movie is full of that stuff. I really Check like your corners. People and... have been talking a lot about how the movie doesn't use jump scares, uh, and the way that it gets its scares <laughs> is by like having things in the frame that you don't see right away, and the way that it's lit, it kind of like takes mm-hmm. you a second to be like, oh. That's terrifying. <laughs> it's also yeah. a fun movie to discuss afterwards yeah. because the people that we saw with, they, you, well, I mean, you saw some stuff that I didn't see. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that's even more terrifying. The fact that I now that I know that it's there and yeah. I didn't see it, it's like it's scary because it's like that unknown, you know? Yeah, okay. it definitely um, warrants a rewatch, I yeah, think. For just sure. Because, I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to be out looking for – there's stuff that shows up at the end in terms of, like, images and symbols and stuff yeah. that, like, I wish I had – been checking for at the beginning yeah. of the movie. Okay. Um, yeah. Great performances too. Tony yeah. Collette is uh, amazing. Tony Collette is Always. superb. Yeah. And Dowd yeah. is just and Dowd amazing. Incredible. Yeah. I keep forgetting she is in that. Yeah. She actually has a bigger role than I thought she would. That's awesome. She, she's she's phenomenal. putting on a tour de force, man. She's so crazy yeah. in this. Like not even in a in a classically crazy way, but she's just doing so much with yeah. that character. Yeah. I really mm-hmm. really liked her performance. There's, she's this. pretty funny too. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. That's she's surprisingly a, funny, like moments in this movie. Yeah, there's like a lot of laughs. Really? Yeah, My God. a lot of nervous laughs yes. from our audience. A lot. Of I don't nervous know if it was the, just because it was an odd movie. It is very. I know, strange. especially the end, people were laughing because I think is it was it like, like they maybe weren't ready for it getting experimental. Maybe. Are those scenes kind of like family humor kind of thing? Like maybe the more relatable parts. <sighs> of the It's movie, like or? very dark humor. Like yeah. very, oh, really? very dark okay. humor. Yeah. 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 
Very interesting. This well, Phoebe, highly recommend it. <laughs> Watch so it. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about Phoebe's movie if she's getting super anxious here. I watched I think an it's equally a... terrifying movie. Really? It's called Cinderella Man. Wow. <laughs> what scared terrifying you about this because, one? Because uh, the Great Depression is a terrible time. Yeah. Wow. In history. Good turn. That was pretty terrifying. But it's a good movie. I I had <laughs> I had not seen it until yesterday. I didn't know that it was directed by Ron Howard. It's mm-hmm. definitely slow yep. to start. There was like an hour of like his story and then like an hour of the good stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. fighting and everything, which I thought was really cool. That I, I, I really like movies about, you know, like people coming up from nothing and becoming like these amazing, amazing athletes. Right. There's another movie that I like called The Fighter. I don't oh, know if you guys that's know it. a good it. movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's a great phenomenal. movie. I yeah. feel like The Fighter borrows a lot from Cinderella Man. Really? In terms of like as not only like the aesthetic of it, but mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of like the cinematography and stuff. It was giving me like total fighter vibes. Um, okay. So I liked it because I like both of those movies. Yeah. I remember Paul Giamatti's in that movie, right? Yeah. He's so good in that. He's so I good. I f- he's just like, like this guy's such amazing. a weird sort of person who's underrated. I feel like mm-hmm. he always puts out really good performances and he transforms a lot. You know, like he's, so yeah. he gets like that physical transformation and he's just, he's just like a chameleon. Yeah. And that's yeah, what I like sure. about him. And I don't think about him when I think of like actors that I like. But I know that he's good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Where, where would this rank in in your top five, or let's say, yeah, top five of boxing movies? Is it better than uh, Raging Bull? I'd say no. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I, say I liked no. It, but I mean, like <laughs> I said, there were there were things movies. that I thought were like a little bit problematic about it. Like I thought right. that it was quite long. It's cool that it's based on a true story. It's that's always yeah. fun. Um, it was like two and a half hours. Like that's long. Damn. I think maybe I just two have a and a half hour long span. Ron Howard movie. Oh boy! What yeah. made you want to <laughs> just watch Cinderella Man? I have in no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Yes, yeah, it true. was just like we were we were browsing through and we were like, let's watch this, and it was good. I I actually like Russell Crowe. I thought I yeah. didn't. We were talking, but about I do. Before, yeah. yeah, I think because I was exposed to him in Les Misérables, oh, being oh. really really bad. Like I yeah. am Java. Hot take, I like him in that movie. Oh my god, oh, move Liam. on, move on. I mean, like, he's Liam. great in Better than nice uh, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, he's great in, in, in the nice Eddie Redmayne, I, the frog he rubs voice me the wrong way. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, that's cool, boxing movie. Nice, what, did you, nice. uh, what did you partake well, in on the small screen like, or big screen? Uh, it, was, it was a small screen. Well, big TV in my place, so not to brag wow. or anything. <laughs> no, it's a normal-sized TV. But uh, I was browsing like Phoebe, and then uh, I came across on the movie network, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, man. And I was like, okay, I have to watch this. Infinitely so rewatchable. It's so fun. Great movie. I love, I love how geeky it is. Uh, the evil exes are all hilarious. They're all great characters. And... What, what, what else is there to say about it? It's phenomenal. This it's week, so funny. Uh, it was, what's his name? Chris Evans' birthday. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Edgar Wright tweeted out the fake posters yeah. from all the movies that his character and Scott Pilgrim are in. Yeah. Oh, that's I saw awesome. That. It was so, so funny. Yeah. It's, it was so funny. It was interesting. I looked at those posters for like a long time because I wanted to see if there's anything like hidden in the credits or whatever. Mm. Yeah. There wasn't anything. <laughs> that's my interest. That's my interest. That's so funny. <laughs> It's called a grind, bro. <laughs> and then he like dies the most horrible death after grinding at like 500 miles an hour. Just I so love ridiculous. how everyone just explodes into Canadian currency yeah. when they die. In that it's movie. so yes, weird it's that yeah, the movie funny. takes place in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many like so many people in that movie before they were huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Aubrey Plaza, yeah. um, Anna, Kendrick. Anna Kendrick's in it. Yeah. Isn't um, Chris Brie Evans Larson before? In it too? Yeah, Brie Larson. Yeah. Brie Larson. Yeah. Oh, she is Amazing. awesome in that yeah. movie. That, the, just her the voice song, she puts on. Black yeah. Sheep. 
Yeah. Way better than the metric version. That might be my favorite segment. Like, the movie is very much, like, because they took a comic book series that was, like, very long and just went, this is one movie. So, like, it has this, like, episodic feel to it. And I think of all the segments, my favorite is when... They confront the band and the vegan. Oh yeah, yeah. that's, that's just so so much. The fun. vegan police, no like, bitch. So fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. At oh, first the, you were a vegan, <laughs> but now you will be God. The whole it's thing, like, with, the whole thing where he's so talking terrible. about like you'll be dust by Monday. Like, yeah. The cleaning, the cleaning yeah. lady will have to deal with you because they have weekends <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. So good, so good. Incredible. Stuff. Um, so I was really happy to see that on TV. So I gave it a watch and went down memory lane for a little bit. It was fun. Um, so that was what you watching. We're about to get into the, as we've called it in the past, the meat and potatoes of the show, the three biggest stories of the week, and we're gonna get to that real soon. So last week, a ton of new trailers came out. This week, uh, a new one as well came out, and it was of The Nun, the Ooh. latest installment in the, co- why are you laughing? You're just like, <laughs> already scared. I'm scary. thinking about how we roasted it, and I said that it looked really funny, but it was because I was trying to like, make myself feel better because it was scary. Like, it looks scary. Phoebe's referring to the group chat we had. Yeah. And I, I sent the link and I was like, this looks terrifying and awesome. And then these guys just proceeded to roast it. It was Did you roast it? I don't think it was that bad. No. I didn't think it was that bad. I, I, I don't wish. think they were serious. You're just kind of like joking. But yeah. then I was like, you're ruining the scares for I me, guys. I think the funny yeah. part for me was when she like, there's like that fake out at the end of the trailer where she like turns around and she's like, Hello? And then like somebody comes out and just like pushes her, but like not that you hard. You laughed at that point? Yeah, it was just like kind of funny. Like, You're telling me you didn't jump out of your seat when that I happened. Ju- you I guys jumped told me the exact timestamp when oh, it was going to happen yeah, because I true. can't handle that. Yeah. But I, anyway, I, I, ju- jumped. I jumped. Yeah, yeah, sure. I jumped, but like after seeing, I'm going to talk about Hereditary so much because it's so good. Um, but after seeing Hereditary, <laughs> like those kinds of jump scares, I think are should be fizzled out. Because <laughs> I think I don't know. I think the the shot of like the nun right behind her is terrifying, yeah. and then mm-hmm. it kind of gets broken by that like. You think so? That, I don't know. Like fake out almost. Yeah. And it ends on it ends on, on like a little bit of a cliche like. You have oh, a theory on how that scene plays out though, and that it would make. Was sense. that my theory? I don't know. If it was. Yeah, there in, in our group chat. Liam, well, if you haven't seen the trailer, we're going to spoil the trailer for you at the end. It's spoilers. At, it's very funny, too. At the beginning of the trailer, it says, make sure to watch all the way to the end, because they want to make sure everyone sees this jump scare. So uh, this nice Eek. nun is walking down the this dark hallway, nice and she hears nun. the creepiest like whispers behind her. Oh and God. then she finally looks back, and there's like this terrifying nun behind her. You can't see her face, because it's all blacked out. And she's about to talk to her, like say hello. But then this other figure comes out from like the side <laughs> hallway, basically tackles her out of the way. So that's like the big jump scare. My theory is that terrifying. they were playing touch football. <laughs> that's and a good theory. She was in the way, and they were like, "Get out the way." That's when I got mad. Is you the sequel to Tag? <laughs> yes. The new tag. Uh, tag. Yes. It's the sequel. We're actually going to talk about Tag just a little bit oh, later. Interesting. But um, yeah, when you brought that up, I was like, guys, I was so stoked on this, and it was so scary. And now no, it does look like <laughs> it it's got scary, that like gothic yeah. like look yeah. to it, where it's I don't know, it's very period PC. Yeah. You know, I, I'm interested. I'm interested for sure. Yeah. And I like the Conjuring, both the Conjuring movies. Yeah. They're both great. It's cool because that universe just keeps growing. Like, yeah, I know that totally. you guys are big fans of that, and I can see why. Like, it just seems like a really fun ride. It's a cool you know? idea yeah. to have, like, you know, a movie that has so many different monsters in it. I guess monsters is the wrong word, but then yeah. to just be like, and here is. Yeah. We talk Bad a lot story. of crap about 
like prequel movies and stuff like that. But I think that's a cool idea to just yeah, like for sure. use those elements and isolate just, them. And, yeah. Like yeah. Telling the origins of these investigations. Yeah. That yeah. Doing. I find cool the, cool. the ideas they decide to work on for the universe are like super spot on. They make sense. It doesn't seem forced. Sometimes the, ex- the, the execution for some of them isn't really well done. Like Annabelle was, it was scary, but it wasn't a very good yeah. movie. Um, the jury's out on whether this will be a good movie or not, but I thought the trailer was really good. Um, just for a little background on this uh, universe, if you will, um, it'll be the fifth installment of The Conjuring Universe, and it's going to act as a prequel to both Annabelle and The Conjuring. Oh, so, so Annabelle's going to make an appearance, or no? I don't think Annabelle's going to make an appearance, but it's just basically kind of like where the evil all started yeah. kind of thing, yeah, because yeah. the main baddie in The Nun is the, the demon named Valak, who appeared in The Conjuring 2. Yeah. Um, that's basically, they they had no intention of making a, a nun movie, but based on the reaction from The Conjuring 2, everyone was like, oh, this nun is terrifying. She's mm. so scary. And they're like, oh, let's make a movie about it. So it's yeah. the uh, Captain America, the first Avenger of the Conjuring universe. Yeah. Take it back to There's the gonna past. There's going to be... Um, a post credit sequence. Of Nick Fury's Nick new Fury show? Or, no, it's going to be, uh, I don't know, what's her name? Vera Farmiga showing up and being like, we need to recruit you for the uh, the museum oh. that we're building. Uh, speaking of <laughs> Vera... initiative. Speaking of Vera Farmiga, it's interesting because... I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the, the main character in this one is... Um, I don't think she's actually a nun, but she's like in training to mm-hmm. be a nun. She, uh, she's a novitiate. I think that's how you pronounce it. Like she's just about to take. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Um, But the the religious people who are listening will know what I'm talking about. But yeah, she's about to take her vows, and then she goes to this castle to like figure out what evil's happening. But this character is Vera Farmiga's uh, sister. Oh, not in real life. Yeah, in real life, life. I should say. Uh, Taisa Farmiga. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Interesting. She's very uh, like Vera's what 40, 42, 43, something yeah, like that. Yeah, And uh, Tessa's like twenty two yeah. or twenty. I was really shocked she's when I found out they were sisters. Mm. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I was also wondering like I went I went to the Wikipedia and I was like, oh, are they like related within the universe too? That would just be like super crazy Maybe. if they were connected. I mean, somehow. like I don't know but, why they wouldn't. Yeah. Like why would the, is, is it just a coincidence that they're casted in the same universe? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Remains to be seen. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Like, in, she in, she's done like American Horror Story, right? So yes. she has like that horror background. Yep. So yeah, she's she's got the chops for it. Her chops. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to the second story. Um, remember way back when when uh, Disney was purchasing Fox? I yes. do. Yes. And everyone was freaking out. They're like, "Oh, this is this is huge. Disney's gonna literally own every single." Uh, movie property, every IP imaginable. Yeah. Well, that might not be happening because Comcast, um, well, I should say this. Apparently the deal was never like signed and like official. It was in the no. works to be done, yeah. but um, it's not official and Comcast knew this. So um, they saw Disney's $54.2 billion all stock cool. deal and they're like, oh, all stock? We got you here. <laughs> so they raised them $65 billion in all cash. Pocket oh, change. my God. In cash? What in does cash. that even look like? Uh, probably <laughs> like 100,000 yeah. briefcases. Yeah, yeah. exactly. This if we go room. by movie logic, yeah. it's a million yeah. briefcases. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Disney might not own Fox. And I think some people are going to be freaking out. They're like, oh, no. We we thought that maybe the X-Men would eventually join this <sighs> whole MCU uh, thing. So, I mean, that's that's in danger. Um what what do we think of this whole this I think whole transaction? I think it's still scary. 
No? Yeah, it, it is scary. Well, Just the big... whole thing is is predicated on the fact that AT&T and uh, Time Warner's merger was just approved yeah. by a judge. So yeah. basically Comcast was waiting for that to settle to create a precedent for them to go in and make yes. this acqu- acquisition yeah. because before that That's important. they would have to also have gone to court uh, and been and had to defend their right basically to buy yeah. Disney because mm-hmm. they have monopoly laws in, in yeah. uh, that country and they there's a, they take a lot of care in making sure that you can't just like do basically what people are afraid Disney's going to do and buy everything yeah. and yeah. just become sure. your industry. Yeah. Um, so that's important to note. The other thing is that I think that when it comes to these big tech and like uh, telecommunications companies coming yep. in and buying like content producers, it's, it worries me a little bit more yep. than just like Disney coming in. For sure. Because they have their own interests outside of just like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. like entertainment exactly. yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean maybe that's an <clears throat> irrational fear but at the same time there are a reason that these laws exist to prevent these big mergers from happening i just yeah. think from a distance like all these big companies buying other companies is so like such a toxic thing yeah. <laughs> well you yeah. look at the amount of money that's being tossed I know, around it's, it's insane it's, it's crazy um yeah yeah the whole disney people wanting disney to buy fox is insane to me like i, I just don't see any positives in that there's a po- yeah. here's a positive the x-men oh, it's not a positive <laughs> it's a positive to the a lot X-Men of people movies exist and the avengers movies exist it's fine like, like it's like, like they could do this exactly i would love to see that as a comic so book get, fan ugh. i would love to see that as a person in the world in, who like <laughs> in the world who knows that these things have consequences i'm like yeah maybe the x-men in the mcu isn't worth like yeah <laughs> the conglomerization of media brands yeah. but hey yeah. it's happening anyways so I don't know. This is a complicated subject. Oh, uh, for sure. And I think it's like kind of the fact that a lot of the discussion online has been, oh no, but what about the Fantastic Four? <laughs> kind of missed. Yeah. <laughs> it does yeah, miss the point. Exactly. Um, it's much bigger than that. I, th- I think it's really telling that even without this, like if if Comcast were to buy uh, Fox mm-hmm. or I guess tw- yeah. the 20th Century Fox, uh, 21st Century, 21st yeah. Century Fox, um, Disney is still. A power hat. like they're still they yeah. still pretty much oh, they don't need it. It's yeah, as yeah. Most, like yeah. it's so telling that like Disney doesn't need it and they're still the biggest. And it's almost uh, it's funny. I was talking to uh, our buddy Jem about this story. Oh, yeah. Shout yeah. outs to Jem. Um, but in uh, back in 2004, Comcast actually tried to buy Disney. Oh my goodness! And Disney looked at their offer and they're kind of like, Haha, "This is way too low. There's no way we're selling for this." So there's like bad blood between the two companies already. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I want to see a fight. Yeah. The, so uh, there's all, uh, <laughs> just I want to sure sure yeah. So um, apparently uh, in the contract um, Comcast is offering Fox. Uh, there's also like a little clause that says, oh, if the government blocks it um, for the reasons you mentioned before, um, you guys still get 2.5 billion dollars. Wait, what? That's yeah. pretty <laughs> enticing. So of even if it doesn't go through, um, Fox would get that money, and it's almost it's like. One, it's a win for Comcast if the deal does go through. Mm-hmm. But even if it doesn't, it's kind of like, oh, can we just give up two point five billion dollars to screw Disney over? Yeah, let's let's kind of do it. So it's like oh, you're wow. not giving like Disney those properties, yeah. and it's like, oh, maybe if we lose two point five billion dollars, at least they don't make like X yeah. amounts yeah. of billions, you know? So it's kind of like it's a little theory, but it's also interesting to think about, kind of like. So two uh, things. One is I would expect Disney to come back with an even more enticing offer. Just yep. mm-hmm. given what we know about the situation, yeah. they're going to come back and say, well, now here's X amount guaranteed. Yeah. 
And like yeah. up front, like even if you don't uh, look at the deal, like here's some money. Like just yeah. take yeah. some money. Yeah. Um, the other thing to keep in mind is that in this game of these huge companies getting into the content game, yeah, Apple is also has announced their desire to join that conversation. <laughs> oh Wait, my God. buying Disney? Like, no, not buying Disney, but like <laughs> oh, uh, they, oh my goodness. Uh, they have expressed like they've put a, invested a lot of money. They've buying acquired Disney. Sony <laughs> executives yeah. to run their content. Uh, they made a deal with like Jennifer Aniston and a yeah, yeah, they made a bunch it. of these deals. Yeah, I think that it's not unlikely to see Apple maybe join the mix at some point oh in God. the Fox acquisition. Maybe that's crazy, but it just seems like if they're looking to join the content game rather than start completely from scratch, they yeah. see this huge studio yeah, that yeah. just Which everyone's be... on the feeding block for. It's like a crazy stock. Like yeah. Everyone's yelling at each other with money in their hands. I mean, why not join in and see how much money <laughs> it you would can be throw interesting it? though, because it did seem like that was their game plan was just to like do it all themselves yeah. kind of because they have the resources to do it. They they're Sony hiring good people yeah. Yeah. Running the game right now. They've, yeah, of, they have X Sony execs coming over yeah. to uh, run their content because yeah. Like expect a Apple streaming service in the near yeah, future. Yeah. Expect yeah. them to become a, a Amazon or a Netflix. Yeah, uh, I think it's, and a, buying Fox would be a, a, a fast pass. Yeah, to use That's a it. Disney term. Yeah. Uh, That's wow, deep yes, cut. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> have you been Disney recently? Or no, I have not. Um, <laughs> just yeah, I, I, I am not. I wouldn't be surprised if Disney comes back with like a, a bigger offer because yeah. I think Disney would love this. They see the value yeah. in it, and I think I it's, mean, it's hard not to. It's a they huge, own half yeah, of Marvel team. already. Yeah. They're just missing the other half. So we might see that uh, 54.2 billion all stock deal turn into like a percentage of cash or something because all cash is is pretty yeah. enticing. I oh, will yeah. say that much. Um, okay, so this was the the big story of the week. Um, so Patty Jenkins, director of Wonder Woman, um, recently took to Twitter, announced the not only the uh, title of the Wonder Woman sequel, which is Wonder Woman 1984. Um, but she also included a few stills, and one of them was of our friend Chris Pine in the role of Steve yeah. Trevor. My, my very personal friend. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, what's up? Hope you're listening, buddy. Um, but yeah, Steve. His name is Chris. In the movie. <laughs> in the movie, yeah. yeah. He knows I don't think, I don't think the character Steve Trevor no. is going to be listening. Oh, that's, that's what I meant, that I'm personal <laughs> friends with Steve Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. He knows what I'm talking about. So moving on, yes. Uh, Patty Jenkins posted uh, a, t- a picture on Twitter and it was of the character Steve Trevor in 80s clothes in a mall or something. And obviously the internet freaked out. They're like, wait a minute, what? He's alive? And I mean, the picture would lead us to believe so. And even with uh, Patty Jenkins's caption saying, welcome to Wonder Woman 1984, Steve Trevor, exclamation point. So I mean, yeah. we're all supposed to think that he's alive. Justin, you had a theory. But yes. Or you read a theory about this. So there's been a bunch of uh, mumblings online yeah. about mumblings. how Steve Trevor could potentially enter 1984. Yeah. Basically, don't get your hopes up, guys, or keep them in check at yeah, least. Keep them in check. Yeah. So there's a theory that was floated a while ago, and it wasn't. It was way before uh, Steve Trevor was even like mentioned to be in the sequel. There were fans that were like, "Oh, it's too bad that they killed off his character because he was really good in the movie, yeah, and it would be spoilers. so cool mm-hmm. to see him." Uh, like in this franchise, yeah, a little bit more, yeah. And people were saying, well, what if there was a character in the DC universe who could shapeshift <laughs> that Steve Trevor could play? Um, and the prime candidate oh, right boy. now is the Martian Manhunter because there's multiple that can shapeshift. I guess. Yes, right? there are. Mm-hmm. There's Clayface, who's a villain, which I don't think they're going to introduce Clayface because that's a the weird, weird yeah. villain <laughs> for a movie. Yeah. Um, the Martian Manhunter is a Martian. 
uh, he is a big green guy, and to uh, blend in on Earth, he often disguises himself as a regular human being, mm-hmm. uh, named John John Jones. John Jones. Yes. Um, so the problem with bringing Steve Trevor back, obviously, is that he exploded at the end of, <laughs> uh, the end of Wonder Woman. Uh, oh spoiler God. alert. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful sacrifice. He exploded. Loves that scene to save the world. Yeah. Um, but Quite emotional. The other power that the Martian Manhunter has is to read minds. So the going theory is that Martian Manhunter will encounter Diana. He's a big green, weird guy. <laughs> Diana goes, "Ah, oh, you're weird and green." He reads her mind. Let me take a form that's more comforting, and he assumes the form of Steve Trevor. That is like something that I've seen that's online. So sad. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a beautiful thought. Yeah, I think that's way. really interesting. That's no, cool. it's not beautiful it's creepy it's no? a bit it's, creepy. it's yeah. cool for a movie i it's, think that that's yeah. like really cool yeah. oh yeah and, it, and like yeah. a really cool way to get him back because he's yeah. fantastic Chris the Pine only problem good. that i he's see amazing. with that is that and uh i should have mentioned that on the wonder woman show john jones has been a character for since the first season mm-hmm. um and often he's been depicted as black oh you mean uh, uh, Supergirl? Oh. Is that what I, what did I say? I think did you say wonder woman maybe you said, you said Super- oh no yeah. yeah i meant the sorry the Supergirl tv show on yeah. the cw yeah. Uh, and he's often been depicted as black. So I could see them wanting to keep uh, Steve Trevor in the mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, they might Ooh. it might just be for one scene yeah. or yeah, something yeah, like that. Sure. I don't know. It feels weird to me. The real story here is why would they show this picture? Unless yeah. it's to also set like, up a deception of some kind. Yeah. Because it's a huge plot point being yes. revealed. And like so early too, yeah. which is very interesting. Well, it was the first thing we heard about it, right? Yeah, basically. like they did, they only announced yesterday that it was going to be called yeah. 1984, right? Yeah, which is really cool. I'm like super excited. The fact that it's in the 80s, I feel like the 80s is so hot right now. You yeah, know, like we oh, have like yeah, this totally. huge 80s nostalgia. This generation, like you know, sh- shows like Stranger Things and like yeah. 80s music is making a comeback. Yeah, Weezer just Synth covered. Wave. Uh, Africa, Africa yeah. uh, that was oh, yeah. so sick. Yeah, um, that's a cool story behind that. I but. feel like this is like it's perfect for like the contemporary media landscape to do this yeah. '80s themed Wonder Woman film. Yeah, which you know everybody's experiencing that nostalgia, and also Wonder Woman is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see the film. I think it's definitely like a way to get to distance itself from like being like the Captain America first Avenger. Yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? Like that's how ex- I felt about the movie. Um, I mean, I loved it for that reason. I was like, it's basically Captain America yeah. first Avenger, but gender swapped. But and, it's World War One instead yeah. of World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the weapons were more primitive. Yeah, you primitive. were saying that yesterday. But yeah. I, I definitely I'm gonna disagree with you in a way because I I think it's a little with? cliche for them to do the eighties <laughs> over the whole everyone's because yeah. everyone's doing the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think it's like super cool and I like the X-Men I obviously love the eighties. I think yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fun yeah. thing. It's like you give the people what they want. Yeah, you know? I get. Yeah, it's like it's so big right now. So like, why yeah. not? Yeah, it's like Bumblebee's doing the '80s thing, and I think it's also the fact that they get to tell a story that doesn't have to like build on the mythology of mm. the DCU. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they can be like it's before. So like yeah. all that stuff that people don't like, we don't even have to touch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah, just yeah. keep it. And they did that in the first movie, which is partly why people liked it, I think, is yeah. that it was separate. It was a standalone thing. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like they're going to keep going in that direction, which I think is a smart move, but doesn't help the DCEU overall because yeah. uh, the present timeline is still a freaking mm-hmm. mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I saw the picture, I was super stoked because, I mean, Wonder Woman was obviously my favorite character in the movie, but uh, Steve Trevor was a very close second. He was great. Loved his character. Yeah. Um, Chris Pine, I think, is the best of the Chris. I would agree with that. Acting uh, in everything. prowess. Yeah, but uh, when Justin first told me the theory, I got really upset. I was like, oh, that's so sad. 
I think it, it makes sense. And also, he would look a lot older. No, That's because World War One is like what 1912 or 14 or something, and it's now 1980, so he'd be. Well, no. He's if he's shape shifting, it would could shape shift yeah. well, into no. But yeah. if it's the actual, yeah. If it's the actual Steve Jobs. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's Makes dead. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's dead. Yeah. We've come That's to the conclusion that he didn't actually die. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I survived the massive <laughs> explosion. And I never at, aged. At hundred feet <laughs> yeah. in the air. Yeah. Just without a scratch on him at yeah. all. When yeah. I exploded, I actually entered an interdimensional portal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Don't comics. I, I wouldn't put it yeah, past them. Exactly. Yeah. So we have some pretty good theories. Um, ultimately, only Patty Jenkins knows what Steve Trevor's fate was or is going to be. Or everyone else um, that's working on the movie. There you go. This is true. <laughs> Unless she's keeping it really close Chris to the Patty chest. Patty Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have a long wait to find out because the movie yes. doesn't come out till uh, what, November 2019 oh or something God. like that? So yeah. it's a long wait. Yep. But uh, we'll wait and see. Um, so basically, those were the three biggest stories of the week. Um, there are also stories that didn't make the cut on the original Cinephiles. Uh, but we're going to talk about those too, so don't you worry. There's more news to come. Okay, so another trailer that dropped that didn't quite make the, the original top three was the new Dumbo trailer directed by everyone's favorite, Tim Burton. Who's favorite? Your favorite? He actually, no, is, favorite. He actually is one of my favorites. Not mine. Is he really? In the I mean, 90s? Yeah, not Ed Wood? Now. Yeah, but it's With also... Uh, <laughs> no, no way. It's 2018. Uh, yeah, but I've been like living in the 90s. Done... It's 2018. Yeah, exactly. Ed, it's, Ed it's Wood? Watch Ed Wood and tell me that's not yeah, but the greatest movie ever made. 94? Exactly. Okay, but we're talking about now. Tim Burton now is on the, on the, on the fritz. You know, he's no not, way. Like, <laughs> he's not like the same Tim, as it used I, to be. I agree. Tim Burton, I'm sorry for listening, Tim. He's not. You suck, man. Um, whoa. I would that's, that's my, what was his last best movie? This is last good movie. Big Fish. Big Fish? Oh. No. No, not Big Fish. Uh, big, was it Big Eyes? No. It that was, was not uh, a good movie. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Also not a good movie. Like no. You said last good movie. No. Yeah, Big Eyes. Oh, last good movie. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Big Fish. Ooh, I dropped the <laughs> F-bomb. Um, see, this is how one. passionate I am. I got one. Okay, I have something to say. Yes, go. Dumbo looks... Pretty good. It does. It, it looks actually like, looks really good. Michael Keaton is in it. We all know I love Michael Keaton. Danny yes. DeVito's in Danny it. Danny DeVito is in it. Colin Farrell Colin is amazing Farrell also. Is yes, he is. Uh, yeah. It looks great. My question is, why? Why Dumbo? Yeah. Why now? You know what I mean? Like, I it's thought, uh, Disney it's, pushing their live action Especially stuff. before like Little Mermaid and before... Uh, I guess Lion King and before well, Lion King is coming, but yeah, yeah but you're right. The fact that Dumbo is before it is like. I think what I'm getting tired of is like doing old movies in mm -hmm. live action. I I feel like it's just recycling old ideas, and yes, they're good ideas. Like you know, it's a great story or whatever, mm -hmm. but it's not. We don't really need it. The movie itself looks really good. It's giving me vibes of um, Water for Elephants. Oh right. You know, that oh movie really? Yeah. With uh, Christoph Waltz and uh, okay, Christoph Robert Waltz. Pattinson. Isn't Robert Pattinson the top build? <laughs> you're, you're getting mad at her like, for ordering the I just picture the poster and I'm like, Christoph right. Waltz isn't on the poster. I've had enough of you I mean, he's hating in it, Christoph but... Waltz. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. it's giving me vibes of that movie and I okay. really liked that movie. Yeah. I, like, um, I like elephants and that elephant is uh, Okay, well, you're biased, cute. so let's stop. I'm in, I'm in for cute. movies about you know elephants. What? You know what? Sold the, the ticket for me. Like, I'm I'm buying a ticket day one for Danny this movie. Danny DeVito's really? I guess Danny DeVito also, but... I want to see what they do with the pink elephants scene. Tim Burton oh, directing a pink elephant, the pink elephants musical scene is going to be amazing. Was Danny DeVito in the Water original for no. elephants? 
Am I, I crazy? I could not tell you. I'm, just, I'm well, sorry. Justin's got a laptop in front of him. I think he might have been. That would be cool. That, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I remember him in a, in a circus movie. He's, I'm afraid Big Fish. Oh, it's Big, Fish. big Fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. no, I'm afraid that Tim Burton would, would do too much with that scene. You know? Like, it's... I'm probably not the best person to ask, but I'm not a fan of his style. I just feel like he he's stuck in this goth emo phase and just like hasn't grown out of it. And it's a style that's obviously aged out. No one really cares for it anymore. If they did, he'd have a good hit movie in the past 10 years. Um, and that's an iconic scene, you know? Uh, for me personally, that scene scared the living uh, yeah. bejesus out of me when I was a kid. Um, and I'm sure this scene will probably scare kids uh, when, when when it comes out. But I'm just afraid that the style is going to be too much. It's like style over substance. I don't know. Though, like those shots of the circus, like the the dimly lit circus, were like classic yeah. Tim Burton to me. Like I, I'm, yeah, I'm into that. I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I thought it was very toned down for Tim Burton standards. Really? Yeah. But then again, I, but a lot I mean, of them like, are res- reserved to inside a tent, right? Yeah. So, but also, yeah. like, I just think that's like Disney doing their remake, live action remake mm-hmm. thing. They all kind of look the same, okay, which I'm kind of yeah. bummed about. But I'm yeah. hoping that like he kind of puts a little twist on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. When you were kids and you watched like older animated movies, like mm-hmm. Snow White or the 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 older stuff, yeah, did you ever notice that it was dated? Like compared to stuff like The Lion King that was coming out in the nineties, did you did you notice like a disparity? No, no. I remember when I no. found out that um, that The Little Mermaid came out in the eighties. I right. was like, what? I was yeah. like, this mm-hmm. is like, and even I, I thought it was, was before that. Recently. I thought like they 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 managed to keep that style that like the eighties movies look like the forties right. movies. Yeah. I think. That's kind of part of the magic and why those movies hold up so well is because yeah. they all kind of look yeah. in a similar style and it's all hand-drawn animation, obviously, yeah. which holds up. I, I worry that in an attempt to uh, bring all those movies to live action, they're actually going to be dating these movies a lot more. For sure. Because, sure. like, I don't know if ten, in 10 years from now we're still going to be talking about, like, The Jungle Book mm-hmm. as, well, like, this achievement in CGI. I mean, obviously it's going to be a benchmark, yeah. but, like, if you're a kid watching uh, The Jungle Book in 2030 mm-hmm. and there's also movies coming out in 2030 that have like who knows what cgi technology is going to mm-hmm. be yeah. like then are those movies going to feel like that's oh a- those are the old yeah i really like um, that point yeah like if i'm gonna watch the like beauty and the beast am i gonna watch the 2017 mm-hmm. one or am i gonna watch it the- kind of like removes the timelessness is what you're yeah, saying that's like what I mean. yeah that's what i mean yeah but also like who's gonna watch the live action one over the animated one like but that's what just, i mean yeah. that's what they want though that i think that's the intention of these movies is to be like hey we made these movies like literally a hundred years ago like snow white was what in the 40s or yeah. the tw- 30s i think it might have been in the 30s 30s yeah, yeah it's, the, it's like their first animated yeah. movie so i feel like that those had like a timeless quality to them that I would watch like Cinderella, which I think was even like an old one too, and, and not notice that it was different from Hercules or yeah, something. Yeah. You know for what sure. I mean? Yeah, yeah. You just don't see the discrepancy. And maybe looking back That's now, you kind of do because you're just like you have that eye for like, oh, the animation is smoother, the colors. But I just feel like they're taking something that was timeless and and putting a timestamp on it yeah. I just, in a really uh, like hard way. I was about to argue you because it's you know like you said some of these movies have come out in the 40s, uh, in the 90s, mm-hmm. um, and technology has like like expanded so much since then you know we have like we have 3d we have 4k and i was gonna argue and say oh but you know you take those movies from the 90s you watch them on like the technology we have now and it does seem dated Mm. but even then that's not even like 100 percent true because disney is so good at like taking their old footage remastering it they put those in the vault for like what like 10 years they come out with an even better like 4k 5k restoration 
and then they look amazing. So it's true. It's uh, it, they're timeless. I remember, yeah. and they stay yeah. timeless. I was so mad when the, well, mad. I was being a little grump, I guess, <laughs> when when Beauty and the, the live action Beauty and the Beast came out because I was like, this movie exists. Like you can watch it right now at home, and mm-hmm. it's probably gonna be better. It's like this movie's gonna make a billion dollars for no reason. Like we already know the yeah. story. We know like. It's just I don't know. It's just yeah. people thought weird it was to me. delightful, but I just but don't like, think that it's gonna have. Who's gonna watch it in ten years? <laughs> but I guess also one of the arguments is like these are being made for the new generation of kids coming up, right? So it's like, the, like obviously us and for nostalgia us. and for and people our age who are like we grew up with those movies, and it's like I remember that. But there's yeah. almost no That's need like for a that because marketing tool is mm-hmm. I remember that. I mean, I grew up in like the late '90s, early 2000s, and it's like I was watching. The Disney movies from the fifties and sixties, right. yeah, and it's exactly. like there's no re- there's no need for like a new generation. Yeah. I guess and it's I had just no idea money. which ones were the old ones and which ones yeah. were the new ones yeah. until mm-hmm. much later on. That's a I'm really like, interesting point. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, just a simple question to wrap that uh, little story up: uh, Are people going to be interested in seeing this? Yeah, as Disney is probably going to make a ton of money. <laughs> it looks cool. cool. I mean, yeah. I'm more interested in seeing this than I was Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, because yeah, that looked really. Not yeah, this good one has a bit more style. Have a good reception. And so. you know, for for a Tim Burton movie, this is probably the only one I'd want to see in like the last ten years because it's not exactly a Tim Burton movie. It is a, it's a Disney story. And you Johnny know, Depp so. isn't in it. There you go. Thank yeah. God. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what about Alan, Helena Bono Carter? She's oh, my God. They're divorced. <laughs> She's, she, oh, they got divorced? Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. So no, the <laughs> She's not going to be end of an era. Yeah. Right. So let's move. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. It's also kind of a throwback uh, nostalgia story. Arachnophobia. Do you guys remember that movie? Never That's like one of my favorite movies. Jeff Daniels. We got um, also John uh, Goodman. John Goodman. My favorite. That movie. iconic scene of him stepping on the spider oh. and the goo just trailing from the bottom of his foot. Awesome. Um, I remember watching this as a kid. It was terrifying, but I also really enjoyed watching it. Um, and I guess Amblin, Steven Spielberg, and James Wan. Uh, felt the same way because they're going to be remaking it, guys. A remake of Arachnophobia for the modern audience. What do we think of this news? Do you think it's going to take place in the 80s? Um, maybe. Probably. I have maybe. a lot. I have a lot to say about this. First of all, Arachnophobia is a movie that I I come back to like at, like once a year. Like I really really love this. That movie. often. It's, it's very cool. much like a cult classic, and yes. it's very campy. And I think that that's why I love it so much. It's yeah. just sort of like the kind of movie that like tried to be a horror movie, became a comedy, and just like took it in stride. Yeah. Which is what I really like about it. And you know, obviously the performances are are really fun and cool. And yeah. You know, like the, the, they didn't have as much uh, CGI as we do now, obviously. So it was very much like little weird little spiders you know like yeah. it was just so cool it was such yeah. a fun movie i have no idea why they're remaking it it didn't have a good reception when it first came out uh, yeah this you is know, true in the 90s or whenever it came out because it was just it was just you know nobody really cared yeah. about it why would they remake it and i'm also very concerned because james wan is a like a horror director a serious horror director a serious yeah. horror director you know he does all those really famous horror movies it doesn't work as a horror movie. Nobody's afraid of spiders yeah. in a horror way. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like some people are, but I see what you're saying. Like if you're gonna make a scary spider movie, yeah, do like take another name because that's not the tone of exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, it's very much like a like a funny dark comedy. You know, mm-hmm. I hope they keep the practical effect, practical effects. They won't. I like that. Well, well, they won't. Probably not. <laughs> but isn't that like a huge draw of the original? Is yes. that like yeah. There was a great tweet where, because right now uh, James Wan is uh, taking a producer role and they don't have a director, actors, or a writer. 
And sorry uh, if you're out there, person who tweeted this, because I couldn't find it when I tried to find it again. But basically they said, so what, they just have 8,000 spiders? That's <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, really fun. But no, they don't have 8,000 spiders. It's all going to be on the computer. You know who they should get CGI. to direct this is the guy who did Krampus. Because he does a lot of really interesting practical effects. Oh, stuff. interesting. Krampus, Michael Doherty uh, or something like that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He does a lot of really interesting practical effects stuff. And I think he's doing and Godzilla. Comedy. I think he's doing the new Godzilla, which yeah. hopefully that's practical effects, which I doubt it will be. But, but it, it, I think that's a good... Yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting, like Phoebe mentioned, like what kind of tone they're gonna go for, because like you said, James Wan is a serious, like serious, scary horror director, but Amblin is also known for putting out these like super fun, friendly kind of family movies, you know, yeah. a good time for, for the, the whole gang. I think so. It's get the gang yeah. together. Watch be, it. I, almost think, I almost think there should be like um, a kind of like family horror tone to this, like kind of like mm-hmm. Goosebumpsy, you know? Yeah. Does that okay. makes sense. There's not enough of those. There's not enough of those, I don't think. Okay, that's interesting. Where it's yeah. like parents can take their kids like to their first horror movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And if James Wan's not directing it too, then it kinda yeah, I mean, opens I, it up I think a bit more. I think it could be <clears throat> I don't think necessarily it's gonna be like marketed as like this horror movie because mm-hmm. the reason that I say like people aren't afraid of spiders in the horror way that maybe they used to be because nowadays we have like these movies with like, you know, these demon nuns. <laughs> like it just <laughs> doesn't stand up to yeah. the horror that we have now, you know? So it just feels like it should be a comedy because yeah. it's like the whole concept of it is it is it's just funny. You know, no, that's it's just fair. A funny movie. And like, a lot of the the spider horror movies to come out recently have been like the comedy campy yeah. stuff. You know, like Eight Legged Freaks. Uh, what is it? Big ass spider, big ass giant <laughs> oh, spider, yeah. or something. Spider. I was gonna be like yeah. spider horror movies. How many of those? Yeah, are exactly. <laughs> not many, but when they do come out, they're kind of yeah. like the funny campy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Eight Legged yeah. Freaks came out around the same time as Spider Man in two thousand two. Huge spider craze. There, yeah, there were people who were just saying like. Oh, did you see that spider movie? Which one? Yeah. <laughs> spider with Chronicles, you know. That's funny. <laughs> Along um, came a spider. Yeah. Sorry. No, no problems. Uh, <laughs> no problems at all. Uh, so the other story to not make the 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 cut, if you will, um, the MTV Movie and TV Awards. It's called MTV Movie and TV now. I'm excited they to hear added these, TV. Uh, these nominations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, my question for you guys. Well, it, it, uh, it airs this Sunday. When was the last time any of you guys watched an MTV Movie Awards? I don't think I ever have. Ever, really? The last one I watched in full was like that one where um, when Sacha Baron Cohen was promoting Bruno. I don't know if you remember that. Where he's like, he sat on Eminem. Yeah, he sat on Eminem. That's the last time I remember watching. I don't know if even, was that the Movie Awards? I was Eminem maybe, there. maybe I don't know. It might have been the music ones. Oh, but I think the up. point is a long time or never. I remember I used to watch it like religiously back when much music was super <laughs> popular and, you know, like very relevant How in Canada. <laughs> I am older than you guys. You know this. <laughs> Let's not divulge my age on He's 80. air. Phoebe, yeah, 80. You look great for yeah. sure. Good skin. Um, so, I mean, it's interesting. It's fun. Um, I don't think anyone takes these very seriously. Do you have any but of the nominations? I do, yeah. Um, a lot of people kind of prefer this to like the Oscars just because it's like actually their tagline is like oh move like celebrating the movies you've actually seen and oh, stuff so on, it's man. like yeah 50 shades of gray and like uh, oh, yeah Island. basically so I have some of the nominations here and some of the categories uh best movie so they do have best movie um Phoebe's not gonna like this there's Infinity War Black Panther Wonder Woman why uh, are you like making me it seem like I and Girls hate. Trip though all those movies are good but no, but it's because you are tired of the whole superhero thing. No, but I so mean, I'm just saying, 
Okay. Five out of the whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Wonder Woman is an amazing film. Black no, Panther great. is an amazing film. I still haven't seen Infinity yeah. War. I'm curious. I think there's more I just there's a commentary in on... In between, though. Sorry? I yeah. I think, like, to applaud the movies you've actually, actually seen, and then, like, the Oscar movies, there's, like, a big in-between. And I think, like, yeah, there are sure. better yeah. movies than those. This that... is basically to get as many uh, 15, 16, and 17-year-olds sure. yeah, to yeah, watch yeah. the show yeah. as possible. Absolutely. Pre-teens. Um, by all means, I mean, why and not? there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. of course. Yeah, I mean, these I'm are all super, three superhero movies. Yeah, and one <laughs> and Girls uh, Trip. And Girls Trip. Yeah, and you know, it's not all just uh, blockbusters too. In best performance, this is pretty cool. They don't have best actor or best actress. They just blend them all yeah. in one category. Really cool, They're just yeah. like, why separate the sexes? Just a performance is a performance. So let's rate them as they are. Um, so best performance, we have Chadwick Boseman, uh, Timothy Chalamet. And call me by your name. Yes. <laughs> Ansel Elgort and Baby Driver, oh. Daisy Ridley, Star Wars, but also Saoirse Ronan in Lady Bird. And I was Ooh, like, why hey, is that? Look at these guys. Timothy Chalamet is the most exciting. I, <laughs> I, I know, but that? those two indie movies, yeah, I was like, see, they still, uh, okay. they, they've put in some cred. Yeah. Now I have a problem. Oh boy. Uh-oh. How How is it? Are they losing their vision is what you're just thinking? Just quickly, the, I don't understand how you can be like, here are the movies that you watched, the best movies are <laughs> a bunch of superhero movies, and then it's like, Timothy Chalamet and Call Me yeah. By Your Name. It's like, oh, you saw that? Then why yeah. isn't that nominated? <laughs> yeah, for it's and so probably because the yeah. kids are just like, oh, yeah, the peach scene, yeah. the peach scene. Oh, I don't God. know. Like, like, if you saw Lady Bird and Call Me By Your Name, yeah. and they're eligible for you know, yeah. acting why, are they why aren't they in the yeah. But you know what? Yeah. That's Anyways. also because I think that age demographic just loves Saoirse Ronan. Maybe, um, yeah. And then and Timothy Tim Chalamet has become... Somewhat of a meme, yeah. I guess. It's like not even, the, it's not like even a movie. Super it's just like beautiful person, man. I guess. Like it's like let's just give Tim an award. Yeah, Tim, Timmy, Timmy. Yeah. So those were interesting. Um, I don't have the nominees for this, but uh, for these categories, but I, I wrote them down because I thought they were pretty interesting. I mean, if you follow the MTV Movie Awards, then you know that these categories have existed for a long time. But they have some fun ones like best villain, best kiss. Uh, most frightened performance. So they have some off the board ones. Best frightened performance. What's that? I guess like in in a horror Who's movie, the most just like oh this dude. Phoebe won it. That was pretty good. Yeah, Phoebe. Phoebe's nominated. I don't think you're nominated here, but you're nominated <laughs> next year. Not this year. Next year. Uh, year so so we're all on the same page that uh, Toby Maguire and. Uh, <laughs> Chris and Dunst are going to win the best kiss again this year. Again this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, that every is. year. My favorite best kiss mo. Or you know what? Now that I think about it, my favorite MTV Movie Award moment was Ryan Gosling was and um, Rachel McAdams when they won for Best Kiss in The Notebook, and then they're on stage, and then she just runs up to him, and he lifts her up. Yeah. I thought Iconic. that she denied him. When, when was that? When this was she... like 2004. No, but I mean, <laughs> like, a... didn't he try to kiss her one time, and then she was like... No, that was uh, Robert Pattinson and... Wasn't it Robert Pattinson no. and... Uh, no. I do oh, not I know. know. I'll, I would I'll Google take it on, on my Google device, but I... Don't know what to look up. Exactly. <laughs> Who you rejected know. whose kiss on the movie yeah. awards? I'm glad we have a laptop. Yeah. yeah it really paid off this yeah. time. Um, it's been a long time since I've watched it, but on Sunday I might just have it on in the background, see see what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we'll just quickly go through the new releases. Um, the Incredibles 2 is coming out. Disney, probably going to make a ton of money. Everyone's been looking I'm forward to see this. It. Yeah. It's been, what, 10 years since the first one? Yeah, yeah I'm I, so forgot, cool. I forgot how much I loved the first one. I'm excited. Yeah, Emily, and Emily in her office was talking about it, and she said it was really of good. Of course, yeah. I was like, huge oh, Disney fan. Yeah, yeah. And the other one, uh, Tag. Yeah, hasn't been promoted I'm, a lot, but uh, the trailer looks really fun. I like everyone in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Me too. A great cast. Good I'm kind cast. of interested in it. Yeah, yeah, same. So if you guys want to see a movie, um, those two are out. Hereditary's out. Our two homies Go saw it. They, they highly suggest it. Ocean's and Eight is also out. Ocean's, Ocean's Eight. Eight is also. There out. you go. Yeah. Great there film. you go. 
So those are all, not all your options, but those, uh, those are some of your options, guys. Um, and that basically wraps up the show for this week. So guys, thank you so much for listening as always. And be sure to check out the extended cut um, every Friday. Correct, guys? Yes. It's every Friday? Yes. Yeah. It's so Friday make sure today. <laughs> to subscribe to Mojo Talks for more. You can also find us uh, in podcast form on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. So thank you very much for listening. For myself and my beautiful cast uh, and crew, thank you. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe to our Mojo Talks YouTube channel for the video version of The Cinephiles Extended Cut.